Hello and welcome to the Potters Podcast. We're back. It's been a long time, mainly because of Ange. Well, it isn't because of Ange, it's because of me. My laptop's been playing up like anything. I've got a new one eventually when I can afford one, but I've got a new motor, so we've got to make do and keep going. I've done a lot of work on this one. Let's see if we can keep it going. But anyway, football is kind of back. Friendlies have kicked in. A lot of new signs have, been, have happened since we've been away for the last two, three weeks. So hello, Ange, and welcome back. Well, it's so nice to be back in. I have really found it quite um, a strange Sunday when I've not had you constantly moaning, lying about all your predictions being right. And I actually thought we'd had a couple of weeks off, three weeks I think this would have been if we had to done today, because you got the predictions wrong about who we were signing. But no, you're, you're working all around to be yourself. But it's great to be back. And there's loads to talk about uh, a really... Desperately disappointing Accrington Stanley result. Who were they? And um, a Fleetwood result. Oh yeah. Right, so we'll go first in because you've you've upset me there saying that you, that um, I'm a liar. I'm not a liar. I was just right. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we'll go in. Deviate from the truth. Right. You're not a Boris Johnson. You're a Jory Sponson. Yeah, yeah, there's only one of them on this, and it's the one on the phone. <laughs> let's put it that way. Right, and we, we're still in there somehow. He's he's clinging on to life. He must be yeah, like unlike uh, England women who yeah. are absolutely flying at the moment. Well, saying that, we'll, we'll go on that straight away. Actually, I think they're going to win it. I, I, do do, I think they're going to win it, yeah. They're, they're absolutely amazing at the moment, the women, aren't they? The way they've been playing. They're absolutely wiping the floors with 8-0 Norway. Yeah, and then a, a five against um, Northern Ireland. Um, I always wonder when you're playing so well, there's got to come a blip at some time. And Spain just about got past Denmark with a header in the 90th minute. Uh, and I hope we beat... Uh, Spain and carry on. I, I, I do think we're good enough to win it, but uh, there's a lot of matches to play yet. And uh, Lucy Bronze, I wouldn't mind her in Stokes men's first team, to be honest, because she's some footballer. There's quite a few good footballers in ladies' football, but um, she is the sort of full-back, wing-back that we could do with at Stoke. I'd, I'd take a few of them. I'd take Alan White at the moment, who's hit, what was it, 11 goals this tournament? So, how many goals Alan White, isn't it, who's scoring all the goals for England at the moment? Uh, well, she's not scoring them all at the moment. It's um, it's Beth Mead that's scoring most of them, and then Alicia Russo when she comes on. Um, Alan White's only got two, but she's one behind our all-time male goal scorer. Um, so hopefully she'll get six or seven in the next match and put that one to bed. Well, it could happen, the way they're playing. Yeah. But, so come on, England! Yeah, we're going to win it, don't worry. Now we're not going to win it because I've done that, because every time I say we win, we lose, so it's one of them. Right. So first we're going to go into the new signings, Ange, that have come in. And right. I'm getting confused. Are we Port Vale or are we Stoke City? Well, there's no such team as uh, Port Vale at the moment. I think you'll find they've renamed themselves Los Valientes because they've gone to Spain for a week. So uh, I don't think there is a Port Vale. And um, since they got promoted, they've been P bracket Auto Vale. So Auto Vale, um, stay up, I don't know. Well, if they're off in Spain, they'll be supping on plenty of San Miguel, won't they? And hopefully not ready for the season. Yeah, but I mean, they're a division below us at the moment and we're going to fly this season, as you've already said, Ian. We're going to get promoted. We're going for automatics. Yeah, yeah live on the moon, Angela. Very much <laughs> live on the moon. There's more chance of platinum, yeah, you know I, I, what. I, um, I don't think we're as strong as we were last season, but let's go through the new signings. Right, let's go into one in a thought. I thought it were a joke, I'll be honest. I didn't expect it come in and, and on loan as well. And luckily we've we've dropped a right brilliant thing and one of them hasn't signed. So we're going to go in straight away with serial loan flop, Gavin Kilgani. Kenny, I don't even know his name. That's how good he is. Well, I, I can make one even better than that. I've never seen the bloke play. Um, one or two people say he's extremely fast. But then we've had players in the past that have been extremely fast, but probably haven't taken the ball with them. So it's one that you would hope that Stoke feel they can get something out of him straight away. But it hasn't exactly been a Rock the City signing, has it? I, I, honest, honestly, I thought it was a joke. This is a man who's been out on, I think, nine loans now. This is his ninth loan. Um, didn't even impress in the non-leagues. Yes, he was a gifted teenager. When he was breaking through in the academies, there was a lot of talk about him. But... I don't get this signing at all. It seems to me cheap and completely unnecessary. If it was a free transfer and we thought, yeah, might 
bolster the squad or something, but they're not about playing him. Yes. Well, we've seen two two friendlies so far, and um, as I say, I think we're a little bit light at the moment. Light is an understatement. I think we're actually weaker than we were when we started the window, I've got to be honest. Well, I, I do think we are weaker, but when you've got no Vrancic, Powell's injured, Allen's gone, Fletcher's gone, Madger's gone, then you, we haven't replaced those players. Arguably, you won't replace the likes of Vrancic and Allen because they, they have a certain quality about them that I don't think we're going to get in the market we're looking for. Uh, Madger, I thought we would be signing Madger, but I hear now that they've looked elsewhere. I don't know whether that's because they don't think he can do a three-game week or whether they don't think he's um, the price is right. It's it's a bit of a concern at the moment. It's uh, I'm not saying I'm not happy with the business that Stoke have done, but I just think we're so undercooked, we're so lightweight. And when you look at Connor Taylor, I think he'll probably go out on loan again, although he's done OK. Tyrese looks a lot sharper than last year. He scored a good goal, but... How long is that going to happen for? And if you're depending on a an almost 17-year-old lad called Emery Tesgall to come in and score the goals, if Brown or Campbell don't, then it's so much pressure. And at the moment, we just appear to be hitting it long and hoping one of the two get onto it. And that's not a good experience for me. Well, that's what we're going to talk into. I mean, McCarran's come in from Leeds, uh, another serial flop on loan. Um, saying that, he did, I think it was Accrington Stanley where he did do well. Not really ripped up any trees since. I mean, getting dead excited about this new season, um, uh, that's quickly gone for me now. I can't really understand a lot of what we've brought in. It looks like Lorenz's been brought in as a holding midfielder, where he's played, I think, nine times. This is looking really bad, and to a start of a season when we're also being linked with Swansea, Swansea and Ipswich flop, Bersant Kalini. So, yeah, but I believe he can't get a work permit, so good. Um, that's a good thing for us. But I think we're going to have to play, without power, we're going to have to play 4-3-3, I really do. But who's going to play on the wings, Ange? This is another thing, because that McCarran's a left wing back, and we've got nobody, well, Campbell can sort of fill on the right, so we've got no one on the left. Yeah, I, I think we're about six players short, and we're not, we're not going to get six players. I would, if I couldn't get anybody else, I would take Magia, I know you want Andy Carroll, um, <laughs> We, we need a winger at least, we need a central midfielder and we need a defender. Uh, and as I say, we're, we're six short, you know, six, six plays short. Kilkenny, for all the fact we're, we're not overwhelmed with the signing, he looks lively and he's got energy. And I think Jordan Thompson's improved. But to me, we lack not just a plan B at the moment, we lack a bit of a plan A. We need some quality in the key spots, to be honest. With what's come in... I can't see quality coming in, Ange. You know, Bears and Kalina. I and particularly with the money we've got left. And look, if we if we zip the ball about and we add the fitness and, and we rip teams apart with the fast speed of the running, we don't. And, and at the moment, with the squad we've got, I know you shouldn't put everything into what happens in pre-season. We look a nothing team. And good, we need two or three good quality players as well. Yeah. I think we could go down with this team. I don't think we'll go down. I don't I, think there's any I, danger that we won't go down. See, I'd, see Andrew, I'd, I'd completely disagree with you, that team. I watched them play Edwards and Stanley. We were, we were awful. We were passing. We, we had no, no... To be honest, we had the same problems as last season, but even more so. We, we couldn't control the game. Our passing was horrific. At the back, Aidan Flint looks just like a taller Danny Bat. And... I, I can't see where the goals are going to come from. There's no creativity. The only chance we've got of any goals at this moment in time is Campbell. And that's walking on a, a fine line between injury and not. Powell's dropped down again. Surprise, surprise. I'm really worried. Positive. I thought Tymon looked fairly good again yesterday. And I don't think it would take too, too much more in terms of quality players to get us around the playoffs. Having said that... If you have Tyrese and, and, and Jacob Brown off a target man and a good 10 and, and Baker and Laurent as the two holding midfielders, that's fine. But we haven't got a decent press. We don't press at all. And we're so bad at defending at crosses. I mean, a low cross again gets in the box. It doesn't matter. We don't press at all, actually. 
Um, and Tyner and Clark are more right back and left back than wing backs, aren't they? Yeah, Clark, Clark on instant look, I don't think's ready. Uh, Kilkenny, I don't think's ever been ready. Laurent is out of position. He's not an oldie midfielder yet again. We've signed another player that isn't an oldie midfielder to play holding midfielder. Will they ever learn? You know, will they ever learn? They've tried it with Soyers. They've tried it with Verancic. They've tried it with so many players. Just go and buy one, or go and get one who plays it week in, week out. Stop. Um, of those players we've got at the moment, I know we haven't talked to them all yet. But what would your stop? Stop. Say we get no more in. Oh God. Play Millwall. What would your starting eleven be? Well, it'll have to be Bergic in goal. Yeah. Even though, to be honest, to know actually, I'd go Fielding in goal because of his experience. Um, right back's going to have to be Clark because we've got no one else. Yeah. Three centre backs would have to be Wilmot, Suter, Fitz, left centre back. Be fit at the start. Yeah, well, let's hope. Um, we'll have to be Morgan Fox, he's the only left footed centre back we've got. Left wing back will have to be Tymon. Uh, midfield would be Baker, Thompson, because they're the best two at the moment. Probably put Laurent in, but I'd, not as an oldie midfielder because he looked look lost when he was playing in that position. Yeah. And then you're going to have to go with Brown and Campbell up front because it's the only players we've got. I can't put Tedgel up there, can I? So, you know, we, we've, I mean, let's be honest, if there's a, an injury up front, imagine if Brown and Campbell get injured. It's it's going to be a teenage front line, isn't it? Yeah, well, I mean, from, from what you've just said, I would also go with Bursic in goal. And we've only got Clark, I would agree with that. And I would have Flint, Jagielka, Tymon. And then I would have... Thompson, Baker and Loren in midfield with Loren further forward. And up front, you've got Brown, Campbell and DiMaggio Wright-Phillips, haven't you? And that's it. Well, that's it, but I wouldn't like your defence, really, because it would get murdered. <laughs> There's no pace there. I, I don't like any of our defence at the moment. You could have Clark, Flint, Wilmot and Tymon and they'd still get murdered. I know, I know this is the problem again the, the same problems are, are, are appearing to be there still we we still haven't got a protection from the back line Flint I'm really not impressed with him and I was right again let's hope I'm wrong when the season kicks in but he he, he looks like an oil tanker Ange. whenever someone pace runs at him he's dead simple well, as that yes uh, I mean he's, he's got it he heads the ball away well that's his, that's his best bit but it's not just that. If you look at Stokes' team, if you look at Stokes' players, we don't have four senior attacking players. We don't have them. No, no it's because it, the problem is, Andrew, we, we can we can scapegoat around it as much as we want. We were trying to bring Bursa and Kalina in. Luckily, a work payment wasn't accepted. You know, That shows you the quality we're trying to bring in. Has-beens or young players that have not worked out somewhere. You know, Leeds don't want McCarran. Bournemouth definitely won't kill Kenny because they've tried to cut his contract up twice and he's refused. So, you, you know, we're bringing in people's rubbish again. I think he might play as the defensive midfielder. No him. chance. No chance. I think he might. Well, if, that, if that's the case, we're going down, and simple as that. Because he, he cannot play that role. He's not tough enough and he's not I've strong missed, enough. What I've missed about Sunday is the positivity... The euphoria. Right, the, well, I'll give you some positives that have happened since we've been away. Tez Gell signed a new contract and so is Taylor. And Campbell looks sharp. That's it. That's it. Yeah. We have to be realistic, Andrew. I'm not, this is a podcast and we have to talk about what, what I'm seeing. And what I'm seeing is very average players at this level coming into the club. Yeah, now, and it's happening at lots of clubs. But if you look at the players we've got... Right, whatever formation we put out at the moment, that isn't, it isn't going to work. No, we haven't. We, we, there's holes in any area of our game at the moment. So this next two weeks, from my perspective, is really important. And I can't believe the management and the coaching department and the scouting department don't know that. Well, I mean, what positions are? So I'll go through. I think goalkeeper needs to be improved. Because for me, right. like, it's like they're going to stick with Bursic. Well, yeah, we're going to stick with Bursic, but we, you know as well as I do, he's not ready. Um, no. That's why I put Fielding in because of experience. He's played a lot of Championship football. He's, a, he's, for me, he's the number one choice really. Bursic in yeah. a ready, we we yeah. could shove him in and we could murder the lad. Could ruin his career. You know, we haven't sorted the left centre back role if he's going to play three at the back. Yeah, um, he's going to play three five two, isn't he? 
when you look at the pre-season friendlies, he's going to play three-five-two. Oh, well, we haven't got the players for that either. But that's what he'll play. And, and regardless of that, right? Whatever system we play, you've got to get the best out of that formation that suits your players. And as I've said a couple of minutes ago, I don't believe any of those players suit any recognised formation that we have completely. No, because the only one who probably has been a good sign if we're going to play three-five-two is McCarran. He was the only one who's a decent sign because he is a, a proper left wing back. He's played that position for a long time. Um, so was Harry Clark, to be fair. He, but he has been more of a right back on his loan deals. I mean, I'm, I, I don't like to be bringing it down because these players haven't properly played yet. But they they looked out of depth, like out of their depth against against Fleetwood and Accrington Stanley. They, they you know they were being bullied out of the game both both sides. You know, yeah, it's... but you've missed one massive factor. Uh, if if you watch the game yesterday, and I must admit that was hard work. Yeah, it was well. hard work. Yeah. Um, the pitch is now smaller. They've taken the pitch in. I'm not joking. They've taken the pitch in. Yeah. And um, they've done that because Rory said that um, it's going to suit the way they play better, hopefully, and so the centre backs won't have as much to do going out wide. So, for me, that means we're sticking with wing-backs. <sighs> Bye-bye, Michael O'Neill. I'm telling you now. I, I mean, <laughs> whichever way you look at it. <laughs> Mate, if we play on a postage stamp, we're going to struggle with that squad anyway. Oh, my God. But they have taken the pitch in, and you will notice, as soon as you go into the stadium, it looks uh, it looks considerably further away from the stands, but it isn't that much. But it's enough to make a difference. So... Having gone for a larger pitch in the past, now we've gone for the smaller pitch, and I think that means we're going to play wing backs. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to go with this, what the positive? I'm struggling for positives, and I think it's quite obvious that I'm struggling for positives here. Um, so, do, do we? What do we reckon? Because I've heard nothing. This is the thing that I've been, you know, what's worrying me as well. I've heard, apart from Cellini, I've heard nothing. Of links, I haven't. I haven't even heard has been linked to a forward. To be honest, I'm a bit worried about this because it feels like now we're seeing what we can land when it drops. By the looks of it, well, I, I do think that there was some truth in the fact that, like lots of Championship clubs, we were sniffing around Dwight Gale. Um, we couldn't afford his wages, in my opinion. That's one. Uh, Major, I my belief. And I've no inside information. My belief is that they've looked at how he played for his last season, and I actually still think there's a player there. I believe they don't think he's up for a three-game week, which we play mostly. So I think that could still be available on the back burner. Everybody's talking about uh, Liam Dillap coming to Stoke. I just don't think it'll happen. Why? Because if he was going anywhere, now you've got Vincent Company at Burnley. I think that would be... Uh, a far more attractive proposition for him if they were interested um, and then uh, Keenan Davis that was uh, on loan from Villa last year Stoke were very keen on him I've heard they were still looking at him I don't know if that's true and apart from that I think you're looking to the end of the window for loan signings from Premier League clubs when they've decided what they're doing with their younger players so I think it's going to be lastminute.com yeah, I, I think I, I, I'm not. To be honest with you, Andrew, I'm not understanding where we're going at this. This, this summer has been pathetic. There's no other words words to describe it, really. I mean, we're going into a pre-season friendly with probably our best signing being a 33 year old centre back from Cardiff. Yeah. You know, it was crap. So I'm not understanding what we're doing here. This this looks like the club's just given up for me. You know, we've just, I mean, we've just in what was it, six million from Nathan Collins' deal from him going to Wolves. Um, Joe Allen's massive wages have come off. Benny Kafobi's technically wages have come off. A lot of wages have left the club, but we're going for Bournemouth's rubbish, you know, ex Swansea rubbish, Cardiff's dropouts. You're missing one piece of vital information regarding the Nathan Collins money, right? At this moment in time, Stoke are still playing Peter Etebo a huge amount of money, right? Unless somebody takes Etebo off our hands and contributes towards the wages, 
a lot of the extra money from Nathan Collins is gone on paying off Etterbo. Well, he's, he's, how much was he on? Well, you never know exactly how much somebody's on, do you? But well, you just you, you just cover the Joe Allen money on his, wouldn't you? Eh? You just cover if he the. He was on forty-five grand a week. Do the maths. Yeah, but Allen was on fifty. Yeah, but Alan was on fifty grand a week. Yeah, well, we bought him as a Premier League player. He's going to be over a million pounds in salary. Well, to, to be honest, I, I, I don't understand what's going on at the moment because I, mean, I, I could understand FFP and all this, that, and the other. But it, it's getting ridiculous now. You know, it's getting to the stage where I'm getting really annoyed with it now because it's it just seems to be a major excuse, but no other clubs are adhering to it. You know, you're looking at Cardiff, they're throwing money out left, right and centre. Millwall are throwing money out left, right and centre. So how come they can afford doing it, but we can't? This is the thing that's really but frustrating. We had, we had uh, two managers, well, one manager, to be honest, uh, who, who peed more money up the wall than you and I could do for the rest of our lives if we drank every day. So uh, this is the last window that we will have this problem. 100% the last window, but we've got it. And we have to get on with things. I mean, I, I just wonder, last season, we hadn't got enough goals in us. This season, what have we done to improve it? We've done nothing, Ange. We, 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 to be honest, I'll be brutally honest with you, I think we've weakened from the, from yeah, the end of last I season. we look weaker at the moment. I, I, I said those players' names and... And, you know, we've not replaced Alan Vrancic for certain. And, and we've let Alfie Doughty go, which I probably wouldn't, but obviously the money was tempting and they thought they could replace him in another way. It's just it's just not great at the moment, but we've got to hope, upon hope, that um, that we're wrong and, and the managing team are right. Right, so come on then, Anne. So you, you, we've gone through that. We've gone through his friendly matches. Did you go any of the friendlies? Did you enjoy any of them? Nice trip up Accrington or Cork? And the reason I didn't is because I don't put a great deal of store on friendlies, basically because it's a fitness exercise. Having said that, the other teams are also trying to get fit as well. And we've got so many players that are just running with their head down with the ball and it's easy to take the ball off them. I think the word for me so far for the for the signings is underwhelming. Oh yeah, it's definitely underwhelming. Yeah, I mean, the outgoings. The outgoings is we needed to get rid of those players, but you know I expected some kind of quality to come in, and we haven't brought a single player of quality in. You know, Kilkenny isn't going to make great well, sure passes. Laurent is a good player. Laurent is a good player, but he's been played out of position. They put because he last season they had an injury to their old. I can't think of who his name is. And he filled in as a holding midfielder and did all right under Paul Ince. But you don't bring a player in to do that job just because he played five or six games there and did all right. No, you don't. And the other thing, of course, is we've got young lads of our own, like Tom Sparrow, who played yesterday. We've talked about Emery Tesville. We've got uh, Forrester and um, Connor Taylor, who I think will go out on loan, both of those two, by the way. But are the people we're bringing in any better than the kids we've got? No, no. I, I think from how well Connor Taylor played last season, I would have stuck with him instead of bringing Aidan Flinton. To be honest, yeah. I, I just think he's a better player or got potential to be a better player. The problem is for me, Ange. I'm looking at the signings we're bringing in, and they look like, oh, he'll do. Oh, that'll do. You know, we might be able to get something out of him. They're not. When you look at other clubs and how they do business, they'll go right. He'll fit in there. He'll fit in there. With us, it's like, oh, he might do in there. He might do in here. You know, Kilkenny doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Aidan Flint, now, what have we bought, bought him in for? Just to head the ball away? I think we bought him in to uh, add a bit of steel to the defence till shooters fully fit. But if, if you look at where we're at at this moment, right, we, we don't have anybody up front that can hold up the ball no. and um, make a massive impact up front. You know, Brown and Brown and Tyrese aren't the sort of players that can stand and hold up the ball and wait for everybody to get back to us. Now, Lewis Graben's left Nottingham Forest, hasn't he? he he's a, he'd be a decent impact player to bring on. He scores. I think we're scraping at battles again, Andrew. I mean, 
I probably would take him on a one year loan, one loan deal, one one year deal. Um, he's. We, I thought, like to be honest, I think we've got to be realistic now that promotion's completely off the cards, and you're ready. Let's. Well, I'm not, not going for that. I mean, you look at teams that were up there last year that neither of us thought had a cat in hell's chance of, of getting promoted, and they made the playoffs. So I'm not giving up on on the team yet. I think you're very poor to give up on them. I'm not going to give. I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up because there's time yet. I'm expecting four yeah. or five signings, so I'm not giving up yet. I'm just hoping that these players that we're seeing now are squad players and they're actually now pushing for the first first 11 player, the players that are going to come in and make an impact. Because there's too many important players that have gone for us to go and go out, out. You know, if we've replaced Joe Allen with Kilkenny, we're not just in tr- We're not just going to have a hard season, we're in trouble. You know, there's got to be more commands. There's got to be, because if we don't, it's going to be a long, hard slog. Yeah, and I mean, then you look at Klukas. I mean, I didn't think Klukas would be anywhere near the first team and he's playing. Yeah, exactly. It says everything. It says everything, Andrew. It says everything. that There's a player that last season couldn't get in the team is now looking like he's going to be a starter because we brought rubbish in. It, it says everything. You know, like, you know me, I'm a realistic, and if there's something there to be good, to, like, I've already said, I think Laurent's a good sign. I think if you play him as a central midfielder, he'll be a good player. But he needs that brick behind him. We need a holding midfielder. And there are, yeah. there's players out there that are out that are available. I just don't understand the logic of us, a club that the ownership have said, we want to push the playoffs and get up in the top ends, and we bring in a player that couldn't get regular football on loan in League One and League Two in Kilkenny will get us into that position. Yeah, and, and then you look if you, if you look at Brown and Campbell playing together. Yeah. They haven't exactly when they have played together been a roaring success, have they? I mean Campbell's better coming in off the wing as far as I'm concerned. So is Brown as well. Yeah. <laughs> Brown Brown's good at going wide. They're very similar, except Campbell's a lethal finisher and Brown is sort of a good Workhorse yeah, like Walters. We've got no mobility in the centre of the defence. Or midfield. I mean, we haven't got an athletic centre back at no. the moment. No, Wilmot's the closest we've got. Yeah, he is, absolutely. Because at the moment, I think, I'll be brutally honest, I think Tilsuit is 100%. I think Wilmot's our best defender now. Yes, I, th- I agree with you. Because, you know, Jagielka is going to be undoubtedly slower this year. Aiden Flint's already slower than him. You've got Morgan Fox, who. You know, if we are going to play three at the back, it's going to have a big role because he's going to have to play left centre back because of his left foot nature. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at around Connor Taylor. I wouldn't loan out personally with what we've got. Um, I don't mind Aiden Flint as long as he's only a cover for, like it's like you've said, Suter. If Suter comes in and replaces him, then I'm not too bothered. And Flint just comes in now and again. Or if we're playing against a very physical team, you put Flint back in. You know, but. I'm not understanding the logic of the signing so far, but I'm hoping, and that's the whole thing that everybody's got hope, I'm not trying to be miserable and bring everybody down, but we've got to hope that these are the squad players that have come in, coming in, and there's going to be some real quality that's going to be added to the team. Because, But if this is it, Ange, you've got to admit as well as I do, playoffs is a dream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and without a striker who can keep the ball... Better than we have at the moment, right? Um, I don't think we've got a striker that can keep the ball better no, no. in any way, shape, or form. Then we aren't going to be near the top six. I would agree with you on that. Well, I want because obviously it's been three weeks and now Josh Madge's gone quiet. Why haven't we signed Josh Madge? Well, I again, I'm only going on what I think. They they thought he was a real quality footballer. Yes. Kept saying that. Um, Maybe it could be one of two things. It could be that maybe he's waiting around to see if he gets a better offer because money always talks. Maybe Stoke are waiting around to see if they can get him cheaper. Or maybe they just don't fancy him for the position. Maybe they've thought long and hard about it and thought, no, we can do better. It's going to be one of those because you're not going to not take a player when you blatantly need one. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me because I thought I thought it made. I thought, to be honest, when we bought him in January, when we bought him in on loan, I thought you we were bringing him in on loan, getting fit, uh, fit, and getting him up to speed for next season. Yeah, I did too. To then bring him in and you know put him alongside Brown or Campbell, whoever's in form, but to not sign him, mate, which makes the whole loan signing look stupid now. 
because we've just got him fit for whoever he's going to. So he's going to come to the championship. He said, he's pretty much said it quite clearly, and he wants to come back home in England and he wants to get a career going in the championship. So, you know, I'm hearing Cardiff are interested in him and it, it looks like a deal might be happening. So, but where have Cardiff... Well, we know where Cardiff got their money off. They've got that owner, haven't they? But the... I mean, you've linked to grab and Gales are no chance because he's on 40 grand a week at Newcastle. He's not going to drop massively no, to drop to not. the championship. So Gales off the table. Um, Delap won't come here because I I agree. I think he'll go somewhere like a Burnley. I think there's better options for him now. But I also agree with that for Keenan Davis as well. I think he'll be looking at maybe a, I don't know who missed out in the playoffs. Maybe a Huddersfield because I know they've had a bit of a sniff around him. He's going to go to someone who's who's established, aren't he? Because Let's be honest, if some of these players come and look at our squad and go, do you want to come and play for this? They're going to turn it down, Ange, aren't they? They're going to go, no, I don't really want to be a part of this project. I want to be something a bit more ready-made for the championship season. You know, it will go against us, this, where we've let good... You know, before we had players like Joe Allen in there and Vrancic in there, which made players go, oh, I don't like Joe Allen, I've heard of him, I'll play with, I'll play with him. Yeah, of course I'll sign for the season. But now when you look at that dressing room, who's the man who makes you go, wow, I want to sign for that club? No, that's true. So who do you think, who would you say is our talisman now, the, the man that people are going to go, oh, I would like to play for him? Um, well, I think you're going to have to look at Baker, aren't you? That's that's. I mean, we've regressed, haven't we? We've got to, we've got to go through it. I mean, striker-wise, we, I've been looking round... And we'll still be looking around. We'll definitely still be. You can't. Nobody, you know, nobody in their right mind is going to think that that is going to do. It isn't going to do. And they're obviously desperately looking for somebody. I just got. It's just weird that there's no rumours floating. I mean, I I have heard of Keenan Davis recently, but it was Huddersfield on a season long loan with a view of a permanent. Um, but I've not really heard of anything really apart from. A young striker in the Scottish Scottish League One, is it? Who apparently has been scoring a few goals. I can't remember his name. We've been linked to him, and that doesn't fill me with much confidence that we're bringing no, a League no, One. No, and I know what you're saying is right, but uh, we've. I, I just sit here now talking to you, thinking we can't just not be trying. They're obviously trying to get somebody. It's whether, for whatever reason, the person will come or the parent club will let them go and I think we'll end up I mean you could turn around and say we're fiddling like wild Rome burns but I could, I think we'll end up getting somebody um, probably next week at the end of next week well let's go with that and well, who it is I have no idea I have absolutely no idea well, we're going to have to get out there's some activity. It's been very underwhelming so far. Definitely getting that vibe on the on the Potter's page, the group page, when I put that questions up. People are not happy. Look, it, 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 you don't have to be Einstein, right? There's plenty of time before the window closes. But, like, we agree, and I'm sure everybody listening to this podcast is, is nodding their head. We've got a lack of depth. We've got no attacking threat, really. And we've got no quality, right? And if you go further than that, where's the creativity in that team to provide the goals for Jacob Brown and Tyrese Campbell? Right? One of them might get into double figures. Powell's not around in the first two months to chip in with anything, and that's if he comes back and he stays fit afterwards. Right? We need four signings at least in the next two weeks, in my opinion. What are your thoughts? I'd say five. Because... For me, we need a left centre. I've said this right from the beginning. We still haven't rectified a single position for me. Um, I still think we need a left centre back. I still think we need a right wing back. I still think we need a holding midfielder. And I think we need two strikers. I think we need a first team one and we need a backup for who's a similar mould. Because we've got Brown and Campbell that are quite similar. We need a knock on man. Not Andy Carroll, please. Somebody similar to that and a backup one who made may just sign on loan for the season, just get a bit of experience, play every now and again. That's where, for me, we need. And, and I've, But I also think we need to go out all guns and get Ben Foster in as well, because we, we need a goalkeeper. Uh, well, I wouldn't mind that. But when you look at, you know, me saying this plenty of time with the transfer window, right, it's also, I think there's seven or eight games in that, that window, before the window shuts, and a cup match. 
So we could be out the, the League Cup and we could be in the bottom three or whatever in those seven or eight games, right? I think Flint will score a few. I think he'll go up and score a few when he's when he's attacking. I think Baker can score score a few. But we just... There's just... It's, as I said at the start, at this moment in time, nobody will be frightened of playing Stoke City. No, no. There's, there's a lot of work to be done, aren't there? And I think everybody agrees that there's a lot of work to be done. I mean, we've we've now discussed who we think we're going to bring in. The, to be honest, I, I'd, I'd love to do a rumour mill, but we haven't done one for three weeks. There's been like two rumours, Bears and Chilina in Kilkenny. It, it, one's happened and one nearly happened. So I can't really say. It, it might, I think, to be honest, Andrew, I think people are working behind the scenes, but I think it's going to be late action because I think they're trying to drop loan deals where it's 20% wages or 30% at the moment it's 50s, 60s and I don't think they want to pay that um, but there has been no rumour on Etebo leaving as well has there? that's all gone quiet as well. No, well I think they're desperately trying to get rid of Etebo um, and I think that's one of the things that could be holding up maybe uh, them looking for another player but I mean what a waste of a I think Etebo's a good player but he's clearly not going to play at Stoke no, he is a good player. He is a good player. It's, but it's it's just a stupid thing he's done. Instead of staying there, knuckling down, seeing what he can do, he gave up straight away and he's had loan spell here, there and everywhere. And, it, you know, what what's he done with his career because of that? Yeah. Just yeah. a waste of his own time, really. You know, yeah. and he's still at the club. There's a lot of people like that, aren't there? Yeah, just a waste of his own time. Just knuckle down, play football and then get a move if you deserve it. Not just force one because you've ended up playing all over the place. You know, you'll end yeah. up in Qatar the way he's going, like, and, and die. Yeah, it's um, it's a bit, it's not a bit of a concern. It's a lot of a concern, and and this will be what will it be? A six year of, I don't even want to call it mediocrity. Um, I, I think I'm near calling it trash. Yeah, we're getting to that stage now, aren't we? There's a lot of bad feeling around the club at the moment, and to be honest, I think a lot of it is warranty. To be honest, I think we are, we have. I mean, we've gone from, fair enough, bringing West Brom's rubbish in. Now we're getting to, like, players that wouldn't, you know, some league... I mean, let's be honest, I bet our rivals for Kilkenny and a few of these players were League One clubs. We have to, we have to face facts with it. They aren't good enough. We've got to hope. We've got to hope. That's the thing we've got to do. And now we'll go into the rest of the pre-season. What, what do you reckon is going to happen? So we, we think six players have got come in, but we've got a few games left to play. Tuesday, um, we're at Bristol Rovers, aren't we? Yeah. Um, which will be interesting because it will be quite interesting to see if Connor Taylor is then announced because he signed for them on another 12-month loan or season loan or if he's going to stay with us. I think we'll, we'll, we'll learn a lot from that. Um, again, as I say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not too worried about results other than I'm getting absolutely battered by by some some club so I think that'll be a tough workout uh, and then we're at Hearts aren't we well great some people have up there for the weekend and come back and as miserable as ever um, I just don't know what's going to happen in the, in, in the intervening games and I don't care so long as we look like right we, we look like we could get the ball forward quicker and score a few goals because if you're being optimistic at the moment uh I don't think it can look above the top ten. No, at the moment, I'll be honest with that squad. If 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 we don't improve it with some quality, I think we'll be right down there. I, I really do. I just don't think there's enough quality in that team. I think there's too many holes. I think you know. Let's be honest. There's four areas in that team that if we get injuries, it's done us for the year. You know, Dunhanny Dun will have to come in if Clark gets an injury, and I don't hundred percent. I don't rate either of them. Like Bersie could outrate as a goalkeeper, Bonnement is definitely in a good enough, and I think Fielding back in the day was a decent goalkeeper. I, I'm struggling. I'll, I'll be honest with you, Andrew, I'm struggling to bring out good news. Like you know, we were trying to be positive, and we, we said at the start, let's be positive. It's really hard to at this moment in time. You know, when I watched Accrington pretty much out players and Fleetwood out players, it shows there's real problems. Now Michael O'Neill must know this, and I've said this. But this is the worrying thing about. We have is the plan A. Do you think this plan A is the problem with us at this moment in time? This five um, four, this this three five three, whatever it is. Well, I think it's a bit of a mix. I think it's a bit of a mix. Um, I think it's a bit of a mix. Um, I think it's a bit of a mix. Um, I think it's a bit of a mix.
I, I don't, as I said earlier, I don't think whatever formation we play at the moment, we've got players suited to to um, to play in it. And I think we need three or four players to, to make any of those form, formations work. So I think he will um, tinker with, with the team if he doesn't get the players. And I think he'll change the formation, which doesn't really suit players, does it? They like to know what formations they're, they're in. But if you look at, you look at Michael O'Neill's record since he came here, he undoubtedly saved Stoke from relegation, right? And he didn't have his own players then. And then the next season we had some injuries. The season, again, we had injuries after an FFP. So from what I'm saying is this is a do-or-die season. And if we start badly, which I think we will, because we've got a tough start to the season, then the supporters will be on him from the word go and what has bothered me is you're talking about formations I didn't see okay it was pre-season and I know it doesn't matter that much two and on down at Accrington Stanley I didn't see much of a much of a reaction right I really didn't see that much of a reaction when we played Fleetwood I didn't think the first half was great but when Fleetwood got better in the second half right we didn't seem to react Right? When Accrington scored, he scored both the goals what, in the first 15 minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. We had about, well, we had the rest of the match to, 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 to go up a gear and get at them. And, and we didn't. That, that's the problem for me. There's not a great deal of good things to look at at the performance. You don't care about the results, but I didn't think the attitude was brilliant. Now, that could be they were very tired because of a load of training, but so will have Accrington, Stanley and Fleetwood. It, it, it didn't look great to me, that. That's the worry for me. That's the biggest problem, I believe, with loan signings as well as are their hearts actually in it. And I think we've, I think every signing apart from Laurent and Flinton has been is a loan, isn't it? So, are their hearts in it when they know they're going to a different club at the end of the season? It's a tough one for me because I think the problem is with Michael O'Neill. Does he feel that he that he wants to stay here anymore? You know when he's well, not getting. I mean, there's only one person that can answer that. I, I think the club actually are very happy with him because uh, if if you look at his record, he's got a degree in I think it's directorship of of, of sports. He's a qualified accountant. He's he's played now numerous league games and international football matches. And he's managed internationally and in the league. So you can't say he hasn't got enough about him to do, do the job. I just wondered, I just wonder whether he's just come to this football club at the wrong time in terms of injuries and FFP. And maybe it would have been different if he'd have had the money to spend, but he hasn't. And that's where we're at now. We, we've, we've got to... We've got to just stop all the negativity. I, I mean, this hasn't been the most positive of podcasts, right? If we get a good result at Millwall, first match of the season, and we beat them, then some of the negativity will go. But it'll be back as soon as we lose against Blackpool, if we lose. I think he's on a hiding to nothing with the fans. He's been here the best half of best part of three years now and a lot of fans want him gone. And that's probably because of the way we play football. What do you think of that? Yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, I think, do you want me to tell you the biggest downfall I have with Michael O'Neill? Yeah. Is that he played great stuff when he first came in when it wasn't his team and it slowly got worse when he's made signings. That's the thing that I don't like. Like, I'll be honest, when, when you know, Klukas was on fire and we were in a relegation battle, we played some brilliant stuff. I'm not some of the best I've seen for a while. Yeah. But then as soon as he's been bringing his own players in, we've slowly got worse. And now we're looking like a team that, I'll be I'll be honest with you, I think we've got a chance of going down if no quality comes in. I just don't think there's anything in that midfield that'll create chances. There's no wing-backs that can bomb forward and put great crosses in. We've got two forwards that are very similar. There's nobody alongside them that can knock down the ball. There's no reactions in them. I think the defence is too slow and old. And the youngsters are a bit too young. There's a, there's too much of a mix of old and young. There's no in-betweeners apart from Baker and Laurent and a few others. 
The problem is with me and Michael O'Neill, which is why I wanted him, well, not wanted him go. I said I wanted to run, but I did want him go. But if, if it's in the position we're in now, we might as well stick with him till the end of the season or till whatever comes in. He's failed for me because he's had bits of money spent, you know, Surridge and a few others, but these players have improved nothing. You know, Thompson's been an improvement and Brown has. A lot of their signings have been flops. See me. I think Baker's been an improvement. Ba- Baker has, but we, we can't judge Baker on a full season yet till he has a full season. No. He, could, he could be one of them... Simon's been an improvement. Not massively, though, is it? It's not a dramatic improvement where we go, wow, he's, he's going to be a Premier League player. The, the thing I'm saying is that, you know, Dunhanny come in, why? Make no sense, done nothing. There's Surridge, Simi... There's plenty of other signings that we could talk about. Wilmot dropped away because of his management, not because of, you know, Ben Wilmot, in my opinion. I think because he was moved around all over the place when he looked really good as a right-sided centre-back. He was brilliant then. That's why I was so impressed with him. Then he put him on the left, then put him holding midfield, then put him right wing-back. Disgruntled all the team and we started losing. You know, that goes down to the manager. And tactically... I don't understand. Just go with something simple. Bring wingers in and just try and attack through through the wide areas rather than this overcomplicated system where you've got to have quality. If you don't have good wing backs in a three five two, well three five one two, you're going to create no width and you're going to create no chances. And that's what I'm seeing. Because of this system, he keeps containing with, and I know he's brought it in because defensively we're struggling, but it, we're still struggling. Yeah, and, and then you look at yesterday, and, and like the vast majority of the players got fifty between fifty and seventy minutes each. Still no pace. And as I said to you, the, the front two, that front two, um, aren't capable of, of holding the ball up. And uh, who's going to keep hitting them with pinpoint passes? We haven't got power. We haven't got branchage. Well, this is what I mean. This is what I mean. When we look at that squad, we're missing either creative passing. Laurent, I like Laurent. I think he'll be a good box-to-box runner. But that's all he is. He's a, he's another Darren Russell, a good box-to-box runner, fit as they come and can run with the ball. But he can't pass and he can't shoot. So, but Baker does that. And again, Jordan Thompson does that, except he has got a good left foot now and again when he gets in the right positions, but it's getting him in them positions. Yeah. We've got no pace in that that part, because, I mean, Laurent isn't quick, he's just a powerful runner. So, Kilkenny, yeah, has got pace, but that's all he's got. He's, he's There's nothing else to his game apart from being quick. And then we're looking at the forward line, which we go into. Brown, I think, can hold on to the ball if it's at his feet. Anything in the air is absolutely hopeless. Same with yeah. Campbell. So we can't put long balls up, because it's going to go nowhere. So... Yeah. We're weak in every single avenue. And I can't look, see where we're going to create chances, apart from timing now and again, running up and down that channel. But we know, we saw by stats that we discussed earlier on in pre-season that his crosses are very wayward. They, they don't hit the target a lot. And most of the time, there's no one in there to, to hit anyway. That's so, true, but when you look at... You know, I say I don't want to go watch friendlies, right? The reason you have friendlies is... You gain momentum, you gain fitness, but more importantly, you gain confidence. Yeah. And I haven't seen anything that's smacked of momentum or confidence in the in the friendlies that I've seen. So hopefully that will all change at Bristol. Well, it's got to change, Andrew. The thing is, I'm hoping this is that Michael's looked at that and gone, we've got no creativity whatsoever here. And he's gone to the board and said, you're going to have to free up some money here. Because if you don't, we're going to have a tough season. Cellini, for example, because apparently he is an alright crosser. But again, you're clutching at straws because he would have played in the Powell role, from what I'm hearing, where he's not very good. He actually played there for a season for Swansea and was rubbish as a whole, as it can. So, where's our analytics team? This is the thing I want now. I want uh, that. That's your. That's your. You've got to find that out for me, Ange. You. You know all the people. You know all the little pockets. You've got well, to find. We do have an analysis team at Stoke. You know, uh, we do have analysts at Stoke. So we do. So we, I want to know why they thought that 
Kilkenny was going to be a good replacement for Alan. I'll try and find that out for the next podcast. Well, that's it. We need we need to find these things out because I, I can't see what the plan is here, Ange, and I'm really it's really frustrating, and it is making me feel like giving up because it, it it's it's so frustrating when I'm looking at the rubbish we're bringing in, and I'm supposed to go, yeah, we're going to go up this year. I can't see the shoots of it. I can't see what, what we're meant to be going in. And we've got to hope that these signings come in because you know as well as I do, if these signings don't come on, come in, O'Neill's doomed from the start, isn't he? Yes, and that's what we said. If we have if we have a good win at Millwall and then we lose against Blackpool or, you know, vice versa, it'll start straight away because a lot of people don't want him as manager anymore. And a lot of people don't want him as manager because they don't see any improvement. It doesn't matter to them what's happened with injuries, FFP, etc., or we were staring down the abyss of the first division. That's done. That's done and, and finished now, and, and you're only as good as, as as your last result as a footballer. What what I'm saying is that there's a couple of weeks left before the window opens, sorry, before the season opens. I don't want us to still be looking around eight, seven or eight matches in and then just grab somebody at the very end because I think we could well be then in a situation we don't want to be in. So, for me, the next two weeks are, are pretty critical. Yeah, they are and we're going to cover it, aren't we? Because we'll be back from now on, really. We'll be back now. And I think we'll wrap it up there, Ange, before we ruin everybody's week. And we're going to have to hope, aren't we, that some, there's going to be some good changes. You know, you never know this time next week. Messi might be on the right wing. You never know, do you? Yeah, or it'll probably be somebody messy, not um, the real messy. But, right, because we always have a little wager before podcasts and then you go and change it and say... Don't do No, no, no. I'm going for two signings before the next podcast. Um, I'm going to go for no signings before the next window. Next podcast, sorry. Okay, so everybody... Uh, it's great to be back and Ian is just as positive as ever so keep the faith you, you were worse this week Ange don't you stop <laughs> listen I'll never be a lost valiente anyway <laughs> no one will right thank you so thanks for listening that's another one done I know it's a bit downbeat, but hopefully soon we're going to see some good activity and we're going to get some good players in. At the moment it's a bit downbeat, but we'll see where we go. I have to apologise about the sound in the background. It seems like I've got a very noisy children across the road, so I do apologise for those noises. As I've said before, if you're listening to the podcast, if you can tell your friends who are Stoke fans and get them involved, it'll mean a lot to me, because word of mouth is the best way for these podcasts to travel around. But if they need to know... We're on SoundCloud, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, give us a five-star review. It means a lot to me. Podbeam, SoundCloud, Spotify, anything that we're on. Also, if you want to get a a little bit more involved, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you can send me a message on those systems. There's platforms where you can send us messages and we can get more involved. If you want questions for me to ask Ange, just put them on there and I'll put them up. So, thanks for listening. Ta-ra, all the best.